Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Tom. I'm Liam. And this is a new edition of Boat Party. <laughs> I thought it was called Boat Party. Again, friend used. Wow. Uh, Friendly. We've got to stop using this like as an opportunity to like denigrate my friendship. How should well, how should I how should <laughs> I present you? How should I present? If I was presenting far. you to a person in real life, I would say, "This is Liam." Yeah. Yeah. But because they can't see you, you would probably no. say, "I am Liam." Before. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I'm Liam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Liam. Go away. Oh, We've got Liam here, and we often like to. I would consider uh, Liam a, a fairly good judge. I think you're a music, you know, you're a musical person. 
you listen to a lot of music, a broad range of music. Okay, yeah. I'll, Would you agree? That. I'd accept that. Self-deprecation, yep. standard with Liam. But <laughs> what do you think of the song, it. Liam? I like it. Like no, it. We let, let's let's go deeper. Go a bit what deeper. deeper. What, what does it What does it mean to you? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know what the lyrics are about. What the lyrics are about, Tom? Huh? What the lyrics? No. About, what do you Tom? think they're about, Liam? Well, I think it's about kind of. I don't know, you know, isolation and longing and all that kind of stuff. You know, the standard cloudboat things. Standard Tom things. Please someone will you let me in? Yeah. Got locked Swabbing out. Got locked out. out. <laughs> <laughs> Simple. Forgot his keys. Yeah. Bedroom yeah. where the walls are thin. Yeah. I heard your parents. Uh... Yeah, bad plastering in <laughs> my I, that, That's happened to me several times. What? What, getting locked out? Heard, no, holding the parent, hearing the parents. <laughs> <laughs> holding the parents? Yeah, awful. <laughs> so we, we did. I think, I, I think they probably thought I was out <laughs> So it's like I was just downstairs in my living room and then I suddenly I've heard this kind of shunting. So it wasn't even <laughs> So it wasn't even the, the bedroom where the walls were thin, the whole house. <laughs> the, house the house that wasn't big enough. <laughs> the parents that were doing it loud. <laughs> shunting. So it's like imagine like the sound of a 19th century train yard. <laughs> is that is that oh like God. the trench signature movies, the shunt? Yeah, the shunt. <laughs> Uh, but we did um, when when we when we released the track, there were some uh, fairly sort of vague a vague description of what the lyrics were about. So I don't know if uh, you want to go into a little more detail. Um, yeah, or not? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't mind. It's like um, the uh, it's kind of like a, a story that's molded around uh, like a, well, it's like the the presentation of like a, an imaginary friend kind of thing well someone someone that I think I can remember from my childhood but I'm not sure if he actually existed or not so I kind of um, made I kind of had like I don't know I don't know if it was a dream or just a story that I kind of made but it's like um, an elaboration on what quite is, a, just, is it? it's quite an elaboration on quite a small idea of a person from my child it's nothing like um, but he might have never existed he might not have existed, yeah. But this is the kind. Of, this oh. is an ongoing theme with me. I can't. Further confirmation that you're fucking mental. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can we can we talk about dreams? Because actually, I want to talk about my dream from last night. It's pretty incredible. Well, we, yeah, let's not on. get started okay. because I had the most mental dream. Like I, all right, no, go, no, just no, go. go okay. first. Okay, let's, we'll, we'll have a dream. <laughs> okay, off. okay. Right, my dream. Well, I didn't have a dream last night. Oh, so. bad luck, mate. You, um, you judge. You judge. This, this, so this morning, I woke up and out of my dream. So obviously, I remembered it in quite vivid detail so it was me and my friend Mike and we were on a horse uh, I was at the front <laughs> we were on a controlling, horse I was controlling the horse <laughs> control- and, uh, and Mike was on the back and then we were like driving controlling we were, riding well we were both riding <laughs> were steer- but I was one with the reins you were, steer- the you were steering steer- the horse I held the reins I was controlling the horse yeah so we were going, oh, he, he was steering the horse we, we were, we were, he um, was steering the horse we, we were in a tunnel uh, like a train tunnel or a coach tunnel okay. or, you know tunnel thing and we were tunnel. going going along and there was like just people alongside the, the road or the tracks or whatever we were going past and just kind of zipping along, zipping along. And then I saw Nigel Farage and I was like, oh man, okay. what I need to do is I need to do something really weird and shit to this man. And so I, I stopped the horse, turned it around again and actually like kind of rode up to him. And then I, I patted his bald head, his bald patch. He had a bald patch, <laughs> like, you know, the kind of the crown. Yeah, bald patch. Yeah, bald yeah, patch. Yeah, yeah. I, I slapped his, his Horse, patch. tunnel, farage, yeah, bald patch. And, uh, and, and um, 
And then he's like, he's going, oh, and he, and he shook his fist like, oh, like, in the tunnel, in the tunnel, in yeah. The and tunnel. he said, "Are you going to vote UKIP?" And I, and I was like, no. And he just rolled his eyes at me like, oh, and shook his fist. <laughs> and then we rode off into the sunset, and I was like, into the sunset. Yeah. This yeah. is. I had a fairly similar similar experience in real life the other day. I was in a bar in Camden, uh, and I was standing there waiting for someone to bring me a drink, and uh, and a guy came up to me like and stroked my beard with a full hand stroked my beard and went did you vote for UKIP <laughs> I genuinely didn't know what to that do that is weird that it, is was the most, weird. it was the most confrontational thing that's ever happened to me in a bar that is super bloody how did weird. he react when you said yes <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know what to do I just sort of stared at him and I said it's none of your business and don't touch me but then I felt bad because I thought he might have thought he was like yeah. being quite friendly yeah Maybe he was just mentally ill. That's too much. No, yeah. I don't think he was. Okay. That's too much, though, isn't it, to, for a stranger? I drank half a bottle of Night Nurse before going to bed once at university. That, that's, that's too much Night Nurse. I slept, walked to Sainsbury's <laughs> local and bought a bag of prawn cocktail crisps. <laughs> it's incredible. Do you like prawn cocktail? Wouldn't be my first flavour of choice if I was awake. <laughs> it really was. Like, it was your subconscious as first flavour of choice. I had prawn cocktail crisps earlier today. Yeah. This is mental. <laughs> this is mental. That's <laughs> Are we even awake? Yeah. Sadly, Next song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next song. This, uh, this song is a remix of Nadine Shah that we did. Did you say remix? No, I said we remix. Definitely I said, said remix. I definitely said okay, remix. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did, uh, I did a lot of this remix while um, sat in a jury service waiting room. And, um, yeah, My mum's doing jury service at the moment. Did they find you guilty? Yeah, or guilty. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more about that afterwards. You got cleared of that murder, didn't you? <laughs>
the wonderful genius cloudbook <laughs> with uh, a remix of Nadine Shah. Uh, yeah, funny little action with your head. Do that. I mean, you can't see it. Listeners, someone told me know. once I that I look like probably a, weird enough. Yeah. One. Someone told me once that I, when I sing, I look like a giraffe trying to get into a polar neck. <laughs> okay, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. That on, on top of looking blind. Yeah, blind. Yeah. Um, you should pretend to be blind anyway. Just like just in your. How would I pretend to be life. blind? Or just wear sunglasses and kind of screw your face up a little bit. I would say wearing sunglasses is just wearing sunglasses. Yeah, but on stage though. <laughs> oh, and okay. Yeah. As in, as a musician, not in. How do you think? It, how do you think it would benefit me? Um, because people think like, oh, he's overcome adversity. Yeah, and I have. He's blind and he's a musician. Ginger. Just hard, it was hard growing up <laughs> on the streets as a red-haired boy. The, the mean streets of as suburban a, North London. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got, my, my brother mm. once said, streets is real. And I think that's it. <laughs> streets. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to have another remix now. This time it's Synchro um, remixing Carmine, which you heard earlier. And, um, See we if re- you can spot the difference. Yeah, yeah. that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll play it to you now, Liam. Okay. Tell I've us not, I've literally the top. Not heard this the top. Okay, so yeah. the top five things, five things that you yeah five. Christ, can I have a pen and paper? Yeah, the top five things that you feel he has added or changed in this song. <laughs>
So, I actually do have five comments. Five comments. Five specific ones. Well, the thing is, there's three good comments and two less good comments. Okay, so well, should we start with the bad news? Nothing wrong with being constructive. Well, I think the bad, bad news is... Uh, right, number one. Number one is I, I think it misses the steel drum. I think the steel drum bit is you, like, you like the steel drum. one of the coolest bits. It's not steel drums. Well, you know what I mean, as in the bit with the pog. I'd like to I'll go on the record and say we have never and probably will never implement steel drums. Well, following on from the comment that I am the least Caribbean person yeah. Yeah, that, either, that either of us have ever encountered. If that comment hasn't made the final cut, <laughs> <laughs> that will make no we sense. have uh, to- I said recently... Tom got a large lion tattoo, and I said he's the least Jamaican person <laughs> I've ever, ever met. Okay. <laughs> Number two, Liam. Number two. Number two. Uh, the beginning was a bit of Your a fake. Your fries are undone. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, the, <laughs> the beginning was a bit of a fake out, because it seemed like there was a moment where it was going to become this kind of euphoric 90s dance thing. It was like the... Yeah. Quite, Robert, quite Robert Miles-y, isn't and then, it? Yeah, yeah and, then it, and then that kind of... The, it, it did you you would rather have done two pills and gone... Gone, fucking crazy. Gone full on wacko, yeah, yeah. maybe. Uh, but the good comments. F- full on knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> full <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> exactly. But no, the, the good, the good comments. I think. Uh, okay. First, I liked the, the bass tone. Wait, was, three. Three good comments. Three. Right, three. No, but this is the, your third comment. Oh, my third comment. Yeah. Okay. Three. Um, I liked the bass, especially early on. It sounded like kind of creaking wood, a little bit like you know the. The first track on the fir- on the self-titled Hacks and Cloak record, it sounds a little bit like oh, just throwing that in there. creaky wood kind of sound. I like that a lot. You mate, you mate Bobby? Uh, yeah, my mate Bobby, exactly. I liked, <laughs> I, I really, really liked... Wait, Liam, four. Uh, four, number four. I really <laughs> liked how he made the vocals a lot drier. I think there's a tendency in dance music to often kind of, especially remixes, to kind of put more delay, yeah. more reverb. But I think it was really cool how... The vocals sounded almost kind of conversational rather than yeah. kind yeah. of. Yeah, he also he also met, relied heavier on the harmonies than the original. That, that's my fifth. Number five. Oh, preemptive. Look at that. No, number five. I loved how he accentuated the high part of the harmony because it made the melody seem both familiar and strange. Ooh. Oh, if you've got that written down, haven't you? I familiar do, yeah. and strange in quote <laughs> Well, marks. both familiar and entirely new. Okay. Yeah. I can. Yeah, I will witness that he has written that down. He, he, I think like the I, I that's the one of the main things that I liked about it was the the drier vocals and it makes in terms of his mix and that his track it sounds very immediate and very yeah. like open and it has lots of like space you know breathing space whatever yeah and it, yeah it gives it and the bit with the with the corner where the air came in part that bit when he when the the, the focus changes from the heart the melody to the harmony. That part onwards, the kind of the, that to the end of the, the the kind of the phrase, I think is really really cool. Yeah, wish we'd done that. I think. Well, I think. <laughs> <You> did. Well, <laughs> I think there's there's a <laughs> funny. <laughs> we we have quite a funny relationship with reverb. I think it's because I like well, as in speci- especially in terms of vocals, because when we first started out, it was almost if reverb was quite a new thing, and reverb is the the first port of call for a singer who doesn't have enough confidence yet. Mm. Is you drench it in reverb and it sounds good. Yeah. And I think that's that was always a tendency when we first started was to whack reverb on it on everything on on it well yeah on everything it's on the whole mix of some some of the exactly. songs on the first album yeah we we sp- yeah like reverb on the master of like percussion parts and stuff and it's just like as as you go along you you kind of becomes a bit of a crutch and you re- and you realize you've got to break well out that used appro- used appropriately it's like still amazing mm. uh, 
it's it's not such an issue with like guitars and percussion because I think guitars, you know, reverb can turn a guitar into a completely different instrument mm. almost. But in in terms of vocals, a voice is always a voice, mm. um, and how you present that is such a tricky thing for like not not just for singers but for producers and and for writers and and whatever. Yeah. And I think it's just interesting that he decided to make it completely dry, whereas if I had made that track, you know. It's not that I wouldn't have been brave enough, but I don't know. It's just strange how I think it. I think it will always need it. I, I, there's never a situation where I think a vocal could be completely dry, really. Yeah, because I think there's a, there's a, there's a worry to bed it in the mix. Yeah, I think there's a worry also that kind of that unadorned vocals end up sounding a little bit kind of like they've just been done on a kind of a tape tape deck kind of yeah kind of dictaphony. Like no one's bothered to actually pay any attention. It's, oh, you know, the vocals doesn't matter. I'll just kind of put them in or whatever. And it just sounds like a telephone call or whatever. But there seems to be like a direct un- like understanding that the drier the vocal, the more honest it sounds. Mm. I don't know if that's... But but that's not necessarily just sonically. But, but that's but odd in this case as well, though, because it's the same recording. So... Exactly. From whence honesty. But that exact same recording, one with a you know a shed load of reverb on it mm. and one completely dry and in the forefront of a mix there's a completely different sentiment in the vocal yeah and but it's but it's just, it's only sonically different mm. it's quite i don't know i just find it really interesting it's, it's also something got a that always a great big bass on it <laughs> yeah. sorry like absolute donk donkatron <laughs> yeah we um, unfortunately couldn't make the um rns night in a in in brussels when joe first played the track out but um, they informed us it went down well. So, um, a treat. Yeah. Went down a treat. Vic- went down a Vic- storm. Victory, I think. Went down a storm? Yeah, that's 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 a good... That, or he stormed it. I don't think I've ever heard was, anyone say he storm. stormed it. I don't know. I, they storm like the Bastille. <laughs> it went down a storm. Doesn't sound right. I think it's because you just said right. it. That is correct. That is okay. a correct expression. Went down a storm then. Yeah. Nice one. On to your joke. Oh, come on, present it better than that. So, so now Tom is kind of that time. You've shot me dead before I've even you've started. Been bigging it up. You've, you've been bigging it up for days. Can I'm not excited. Well. Do it. Tom's joke. Tom. <laughs> right, Go so. On, shoot. There's a. Uh, let me just get it right in my head because I'm going to mess it up otherwise. You'll still get it Can wrong. you just read it? No. 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 You never read a joke off a phone. Or off a piece of paper, or out of a book. Uh, right, get on with it. So there's a man and his wife, right? Normal man and wife. How old? Nothing special about them. To forty-two and forty-four. Okay. How long? How long have they been together? Who's the older one? Huh? The wife's older. Okay. How long have they been together? Fif- Fifteen years. Okay. So it's going it's out for four, married for okay. eleven. So it's pretty like solid. Yeah. Yeah. They're asleep. They're asleep. Okay. So. Uh, they've you know a hard day at work before. Yeah, what do they do? She's uh, she's she's the manager of um, a bakery, mm-hmm. and he is currently unemployed. He's currently unemployed, but has an interest in vinyl flooring. Okay. Um, well, this is going well. This, this is going real. This is going to be hilarious. Keep going. He, he uh, so it's the, they're asleep and. Three in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, there's a knock at the door. 
box up, right? Man box up, right? I thought, what the hell is that? Three in the morning. I never get visited at three in the morning. Three in the morning. Who the <laughs> hell is this? So he puts his dressing gown on. He was naked before. Oh, He's okay. not going to answer the door naked. Oh. I wouldn't. Uh, he goes downstairs. Is that something you just thrown in? What's that? Yeah, yeah, I'm padding it yeah, out. Yeah. Okay. He goes downstairs, uh, opens the door. What's his wife wearing in bed? She's still asleep. Is she naked? She's got covers on. Is she naked? <laughs> no, she's got a nightdress on. Okay. Tom's lip bit. kind of curled a little bit when he was discussing whether or not she was naked. <laughs> <laughs> he was, tr- he was trying to imagine his imaginary 44-year-old wife naked. She's wearing a nightdress. Okay. Uh, Cut oh, back, where I am. back to downstairs. Yeah, so he's, he's had a knock at the door. He yeah. opens the door, uh, opens it. There's a man there. And he says, uh, can, you, uh, can you give me a push? He says, it's three in the morning. Really, really weird thing to ask at three in the morning. Uh, it's three in the morning. I'm not coming out. No, just sort yourself out. And he, sh- he slams the door. Yeah. And he goes back would, up yeah. to bed. Back to bed. And uh, his, wife said, his wife wakes up. And she says, who was that? Who was that at three in the morning? And he said it was some guy I've never met before asking, asking me if I could give him a push. And she says... What, and you slammed the door at him? You slammed the door on him and left him with no no help or anything? He said, yeah, it's three in the morning. I'm yeah. not. She says, what, do you remember that holiday we went on? And you, it was... The, Why are you already laughing? I'm not. <laughs> Why are you smiling? Do you remember that holiday we went on, Sam? Oh. <laughs> I've, not Sam, he's not called Sam. No, he's not. I, don't, I just directly addressed you. It's so I, easy Do you remember do. that holiday? Yeah. When no, I don't. <laughs> I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember that holiday when we broke down at two in the morning? Yeah. And there was nothing around. Yeah. No petrol stations. You were naked. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't. You know, we had to get home. And you knocked on that door and you said, "Can you come and give me a push?" And the guy was like, "Yeah, I will come and give you a push." And we wouldn't have got mm. home if it wasn't for that. Yeah. You go. You get yourself downstairs now. And you go out and you give that guy a push. <laughs> he said, all right, I will. Okay. All right, I agree with you. I'm gonna, all right, so he puts the dressing gown yeah, back on. So what's about marching so 10 past three now? Yeah, 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, he walks back downstairs and he says, right, opens the door and it's dark outside. And he shouts out into the dark and he says, all right, mate, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for shutting the door you on you. Just go outside. I'm sorry for shutting the door on you. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a push. And the guy shouts back, Thanks, mate. I'm just on the swings over here. Awful. <laughs> that was that wasn't funny. It was.
was Hideaway from the new album Model of You. And yeah, it's the second single after Carmine. And you'll be able to buy it along with the rest of the album in July. On the 7th of July. 7th of July. Really looking forward to it. That was fucking wicked. It's good, that one, isn't it? We were talking about um, how gnarly the guitars are. Pretty gnarly. Gnarly. Yeah, it was cool (laughs) to them. It's cool to just play like a. I was in a black metal band for a bit. One day you will be. One day. Space. Next album. Yeah. Full yeah, on. We could, I think we're capable of doing a black metal album. I don't think you can play drums fast enough. Huh? What? Look, honestly, I do actually want to form a black metal band. So, like, watch. Like, if you can learn to drum that quickly, then we're on. I can drum that quickly. You, no, you can't. As long as you be a slow black metal <laughs> band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is really hard to do that, though. The blast. Black metal drumming, yeah, blasting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I really like um, when the best bits of black metal is when it slows down, I think. We, well, yeah, but you also need the contrast of the fast oh, bits. Oh, absolutely, yeah. The, it wouldn't sound, the slow bits wouldn't sound as good if they didn't have the yeah. fast bits and vice versa. Yeah, you can't have Ying it and yang, it light and dark. Dark and dark. Hot and cold. Dark Dogs and, and frogs. It's not opposite. Huh? It's not an opposites. Dinner and pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Ying and Yang. What's black metal like? Dinner and pudding. (laughs) Ying and Yang. Dinner and pudding. Buddhist. Black pudding. Black pudding. (laughs) Buddhist pudding. That'd be great. Um, What? um, Yes, we. Yeah. What you you know? Is there anything that you're interested to know about the process of? uh, Because that's a song that massively changed throughout the recording process. Could you, by any chance? Play any of the demo? No, no. <laughs> no I, I don't want to hear would it. You again. Ne- would you ever like, let let shed light on the process? Well, on oh, the process, it yeah, sta- yeah. It started as um, a sketch Tom worked on after borrowing this horrible old sequencer thing. Yamaha RM1X. Is that what it is? Yeah. And yeah, okay. And um, it was quite a sort of claustrophobic, weird little song that only really only had the verse in, didn't it? Yeah, there was no chorus in it. No. The chorus is the banger, though. Exactly. Well, see, this this was the most... Hence my trouble at seeing any potential in it as, oh, right. as a single. And um, the, the, It was uh, the pivotal point in the song, basically. Well, basically, we, we were pretty well into the recording process. We'd been doing it for a, quite a while. Yeah. And we still had quite a long way to go. So it was kind of that middle stage where you feel pretty trapped in that you've started so you've started yeah. something really good and you need to make you need to finish it mm, well yeah, yeah. and it's a very scary point and basically we had this song that didn't yet have the chorus that it needed to lift the whole thing yeah. and our producer Andy that we were working with basically said to me go home and write the best chorus well it started we started song. working on it and we it needed another chord yeah so we I, I sort of started begrudgingly started writing a guitar part for it I, I, I sort of I, I thought it was okay and then Worked on it a little bit more, and I was coming around to the idea. But yeah, there was still the th- the feeling that it needed this this chorus. I remember, and, um, I remember, I remember you ringing us. Drop. Well, yeah, I remember ringing our manager and saying, "I've just been at the studio, and basically, I, I'm I'm really stressed about everything." And then he's just said to me, "Go home and write a really amazing chorus for this song, and then it will be like probably like be like the lead single on the album." Like, Here we how are. Can you, <laughs> how, how can you, I, I was generally at that point. I was like, "I'm not doing it." I'm not doing that. How can you say that to me? I'm not kowtowing to these demands. <laughs> I'm an artist. I was like, you can't. <laughs> but then I sat down with the song and the, the, it was like, I sat down with this chorus structure that had no vocals on it. I was like, sometimes you just get something 
and you need to sing on it. You have to sing yeah. on it. There has, and you, and you just it was that marvelous guitar part I added. Well, it was, it was, and like <laughs> no, but well. some, sometimes, like as a singer, you hear something and instantly you know that you're you're going to come up with a good melody for that. Not not necessarily what anyone else thinks is good, yeah. but something that I'll be satisfied with. Yeah. And as soon as I started singing it, I was like, it's perfect range, yeah. perfect chord sequence. And I started singing it and it came out in like, yeah. what, like four hours or something? It was I really it, quick. I sent then, it back to well, Andy. Even lyrically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said it didn't have any lyrics yeah. at the time. No, well, the, the, I, I had some sort of fragments from what I'd written before. Right, okay. Because for the, for the, yeah. I had the verse before. And then, uh, yeah, the same day that he sort of sent me home to write it, I sent back the chorus. Yeah. And we were all like, the, really pleased with it. And then the percussion really sort of... It was, sort of a, it was a song where the, the demo was good. It didn't, it didn't really have anything that grabbed you. Mm. Whereas now it has a vocal that grabs you, some guitars where you're like, what, what the hell are they? Um, two like, massive snare parts. Yeah. Um, there's some piano in it, which I'm, I'm sort of really happy with. It's still reasonably minimal, though. Although it sounds very full and it's very kind of raucous in terms you of the You can pick mix. all the bits out. It's still yeah. quite skeletal. I I'm think. glad that you can't pick out the flute sound that was on the demo. Oh, that was incredible. <laughs> that Please, was so look, good. 10 seconds flute sound just, just it was like, no. in there now. Come it, on. Was <laughs> like, it was like... <laughs> and I think that's why I, I could never truly get on board with it. <laughs> well, just because it, was I was, sounded, I was, it sounded dumb. I was far too polite. I'm going to resurrect that flute sound for I'm going to play <laughs> it to like, your sleep. Ne- ne- next live gig, every... Every sampler pad would be that flute sample. It's like when when we uh, when we used to when we first started demo music. Occasionally, if we got bored, occasionally we'd, we'd, we'd change every kick to the sound of a fart, and it, it, it just like, every, never almost fails. Every day. It's, it's, it's brilliant. It's so much it fun. It's great. That's that's my t- that's my top tip. That's my hot tip to any up and coming producers. Yeah, producer. if More you're bored, farts. if you're bored, even if you're not re- bored. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just replace entire percussion parts with the fart samples. Yeah, like natural uh, or you know just download download one, download yeah. one off the internet. A good you know meaty, good meat a one. good meaty yeah. trump. Yeah, about sort of like hundred hertz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whack yeah. that in. Be laughing for days. How <laughs> <laughs> um, we get to farts? But yeah, either way, happy with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy it's with it. Tonk. Is there anything else that you... No, I'm pretty much run out of things to say. <laughs> I'm going to go home. Don't now. even like it. <laughs> You're going to Cafe Otto I'm going to Cafe Otto tonight. It's going to be sick. I'm going to see David okay. Grubbs, who's a hero of mine, talking about John Cage. And I don't really know very much at all about John Cage, so it should be really interesting. He collected mushrooms. Uh, what kind of mushrooms? Um, the good kind. As in the psychedelic kind? Yeah. He collected them? Yeah. Did yeah, he take very... them or just like... I think, he took, I think he took them. He was a... John I Cage didn't know was, he was interested in psychedelia. Yeah. He was basically a sort of figurehead of the New York sort of movement and had a sort of apartment that people used to go and hang out in. Did he know Philip Glass? I think did, he's did, a bit he, early did he uh, Probably. I, I, they didn't work together though, did they? No. I think the, the, the interesting thing about him is, isn't it like that he's not only a composer, he's also big on... Um, like mysticism, wasn't he? Like, didn't mm. he use the I Ching and stuff like he that? He did use the I Ching, yeah. It's like a sort of a way of making aleatoric music. What is aleatoric? Aleatoric music is music determined by chance. By, oh, ch- chance, by, yeah. by chance, yeah. Chance based, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. I, know, I, I knew it was on the tip of your tongue. Just jog my memory, yeah. yeah. No, he, was, he was good friends with um, oh, aleatoric. M- Morton, <laughs> Morton Feldman and lots of other cool music.
All right, well, let's finish this. Finish him! Got, so for the last track, I think we'll end with something completely different. And Don't do it. What? It's what, not going to be... I don't know do? what it's going to be. I genuinely don't know what it is. I think I know what it's going to be. Is it going to be what we were listening to earlier? Is it going to be the trap remix of Barbie Girl? No, it's not going to be that. Phew, thank Christ. Oh, then let's do that then. Um... Just a link back to Whistle about New York. You'll like this fact. I don't think you know it. I can't wait. Um, well, I like it. Lamont Young um, at, at Barclay, I think it was, he beat Eric Dolphy to the first saxophone chair. Playing jazz orchestra. It's pretty good. So this is, uh, this is Eric Dolphy. Thanks. So we say goodbye? No. Oh, right. Do we want to say goodbye? Yeah, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, David. Goodbye. Say goodbye.